back to Trends in Low Places, a comedic exploration of the dumbest stories of the day. I am one of your hosts, Mike Cushing. And I am the whiskey to his Lulu, Michael Howard. Michael, welcome back to the only podcast that exists. It is the, the only podcast, so you're all forced to listen to it. Michael, which one was... I know the answer, but I want you to explain it. Which one was whiskey and which one was Lulu and which one was more handsome? Whiskey is the tiny horse and Lulu is the tiny horse-sized donkey. I don't know if that's a big donkey or a small donkey. I honestly don't know how big donkeys are. I didn't know if it was a a, a, a large, small pony <laughs> and a small donkey or just Arnold Schwarzenegger is this big. I feel we should, we should maybe explain. Maybe, I guess. But if you don't know about Whiskey and Lulu, then like, are you even on the internet? Yeah, if you know, you know. Right. Um. Yeah, so I feel like this video is kind of the... I guess we should acknowledge the obvious that we're all under lock and key in the in the great shut in of 2020. Um, But this was the I think this video was the first kind of sense that I was going to get that (laughs) one, everyone was going to get crazy and make good content, but that celebrities were also indoors and also had nothing to do except get on the Internet and they have an audience. So Arnold Schwarzenegger just got on camera with. I guess his in-house Shetland pony and small donkey and just was feeding them carrots and was talking about how we were all responsible for keeping everyone safe and staying inside and also how veganism rules. I mean, it was just tremendous content and it's like, you're right. I'm so excited about what people are going to come up with because like, yeah, you're right. We have all these creative people that would that might have been doing things like, I don't know, making movies or writing book or writing tv shows or something like that and like they're they have nowhere to go <laughs> We've got, we're like stay in your house and you know watch television or do something fun right so on one hand you get arnold schwarzenegger feeding his his big big dogs um and then on the other you get vanessa hudgens saying like i don't care what the big deal is i want to go to coachella and now i don't get to watch princess switch too because her career's over oh so yeah that was bad that's, that's I... tough for me that is the problem with having the ability to put yourself on air at any moment in time is that like and people for get having drunk. your and for having your publicist not on call. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. Yeah, you're putting a bunch of possibly unstable celebrities. You're locking them down. You're giving them nothing to do but drugs and or alcohol. Mm-hmm. And the ability to just broadcast, broadcast. themselves to millions of people at, at the drop of a hat. Yeah. So we're going to get some good, good intentional and unintentionally funny content. So, Michael, I bef- I think we're going to come back to the theme of content created in this lockdown um, for a number of reasons. One, because I have a little activity for us Ooh. later in the show that I, I think this theme of like lockdown content will come in handy for like it'll be the driving force for this but i do want to mention i've seen a lot including from my my sister who i love dearly and is also a big turd um <laughs> she mentioned this um but that uh, so the tweet i saw from nicola coughlin on twitter obviously it's a tweet but she says i know this time of self-isolation is hard and scary for people but however bad you're feeling please don't consider starting your own podcast especially if you're a, <laughs> under the a white man under the age of 35 i'm older than 35 thank you very much so back the fuck off but also we're i feel like first of all we have two 
world-renowned podcast. World-renowned. We, we're grandfathered in. We've been doing this for going on three years mm-hmm. somehow. And so I feel like, and, and listen, I do know that grandpas at right now are at risk of everything, but I feel like we still get the grandfather clause. So our podcasts are fine, and this should be the only legal podcast you are allowed to listen to in the wasteland. So I just want to say that. Right <laughs> it now. is it is the only only legal podcast, is what you're saying. Yeah. And also my sister did post about it on Facebook saying that our society can't handle more podcasts. But again, I think we are legally the only podcast that's allowed to publish. So Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's time for everyone else to take a hiatus and kind of give us our time to shine, I guess. Yeah. Rather than hey, rather than doing anything artistic, rather than creating content, just listen to the people who have been trying really hard. <laughs> like we've been trying moderately hard at this for like a bit, you know? So don't create. Just listen to your cool good your two good buds. I have to say that like so far, because I've been working at home for the last couple of weeks, and before that I was working from home probably about two days a week, like Nothing has seemed that out of the ordinary because there there is stuff there is days that go by where I don't necessarily go outside except to walk Bonnie. And so like it hasn't been that weird, but I can tell that it's already weighing on Rachel <laughs> being home this much. I can't imagine what it's doing to to your wife who <laughs> I can't really count the number of times that Rachel would either walk out of her room or come home from like class when we were living together and like our friend Dave and I w- would have like the windows drawn and the lights off and she would just walk into the house and be like, I'm sure you've heard this phrase, this dark cave of depression and would just start turning on lights and just like getting outside and opening windows. And like, no one wants that, Rachel. <laughs> yeah, I've had to I've had to make my own little like a lot of people say man cave. And so I'm not mm-hmm. going to say it's not a man cave. It's just a cave. In that, a, I mean, it's just a person cave. In that, it's a place that anyone who doesn't want to see light at that particular moment can go. Mm-hmm. So you can watch TV without a glare. You can mm-hmm. uh, you can lay down and maybe take a little nappy nap. You can curl up with your good friend depression and just relax. <laughs> just, Man, come on! Just curl please. up with the darkness with some Oreos and some Netflix and just you know do your thing. It's a real Netflix and chill situation the way God intended. Exactly. I will say, Michael, I am, I'm very lucky to be able to work from home uh, and have that flexibility. Mm-hmm. But I've been on so many fucking WebEx calls today. <laughs> I want to I want to die. I feel like the one thing that is really getting me, I actually had to at my on my lunch break, um, break my social distancing and walk across the parking lot of my apartment complex to Office Depot and get myself a chair because which is. By the way, really upgraded my podcast space because I'm so comfortable right now because I'm not sitting in a dining room table chair and my back isn't literally breaking. So, oh man, are you trying? So, L Duels might be like three hours long now because you're going to be so comfortable. Michael, this episode might be four hours long. Oh, I, well, I, I mean, might never have to move. I, the lumbar support? Are you kidding me? I feel so good right now. You just yeah. take a nap here and then we'll wake up and finish the podcast. It'll be great. Might as well. And honestly, we probably wouldn't gain or lose any listeners in the meantime <laughs> we could just dead air for an hour and uh be fine you know we were talking about this i was talking about this sleep and like times of day don't really matter anymore no like what why why does it matter whether you sleep or you're sleeping during the day or whatever like whatever yeah what are you up to who wants to know fuck come off come on you're not back my boss. off oh, yeah <laughs> <laughs>
No, you might be my boss, but I don't give a shit right now. Sorry. The rules don't matter. Michael, I do want to ask, what did you do before the lockdown initiated? Um, I feel like you had a fun weekend. I I need I have an update to the last episode I feel like I feel required to give. Yeah, so as people may be aware by the pictures that are coming out of Florida over the last couple of days, because spring break is in full swing and not only is spring break in full swing, but kids are just not in school or having to go back to school. So people have just gone apeshit and are not listening to the social distancing. But we flew down to Florida on Wednesday mm-hmm. uh, for uh, brother-in-law's wedding. And I kid you not, in the time we were in the air, it's a two-hour and 30-minute flight. The world went to shit mm-hmm. on Wednesday evening. I don't know if you remember Wednesday evening. And we When we took off, it was like, yeah, you know, things are kind of getting a little weird. We still have some time, blah, blah. And then by the time we landed, it was like... Stuff was getting shut down like they were starting to like talk about ga- uh, the gatherings being canceled. They had closed the borders and we were like, well, fuck, we have a wedding. Like, what is going on? So we took some we we took precautions. We carried on with the wedding, whether that was I think it was still the right choice in the moment, considering there hadn't been any cases yet in Orlando, which is where we were, and Walt Disney World was still open until Sunday. Yeah, they that was a that was a weird one. It but, was I weird, mean, and I was like, "Well, if Walt Disney's open, then it doesn't really make sense to cancel like a hundred person wedding where it's that's outdoors. That is like the table. We've separated the tables pretty far away from each other. Like Michael, it is the most sanitizer. magical place on earth, though. So you have to assume that there are some word kind of wording <laughs> spells." Uh, on the perimeter that keep illness out, which I actually do have proof that might be the case. Really? Um, yeah, because uh, Chaboy, I think I was eight or nine years old, and I was a nine years old, and I was walking into um, Magic Kingdom with my fam, and uh, we we're waiting in line with our tikis, and we're just you know trying to about to get in, and then my dad looks at me, and goes, "Hey, what's that bump on your neck? And that one on your head?" And this one on your arm. Oops, you got chicken pox, homie. I developed chicken pox in between the walk from our hotel room to the doors of the Magic Kingdom. So I'm pretty sure the the big mouse man was like, hey, hey, dickhead. Nope, not in my house. You can get out. You can go you can go eat rice pudding in Fort Wilderness where you belong. So you with didn't your dad. You didn't get to go to Disney? I didn't get to go to Disney. But then also, I didn't really think about this because I, I did develop incredibly quickly a massive fever. My mom had to solo mish a trip to the Magic Kingdom with all three of my other siblings. And I don't know how that went for her. Pretty bad, I bet. Probably terribly. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anytime I'm thinking like, oh, can't go outside. You know, we're not we, the restaurants and bars are closed. I just think about how good we have it. Compared to our friends that have children, uh huh. Because yeah. it it sounds like a like a nightmare. I know if I was a child right now and I was told I can't go outside and I can't see my friends and I can't go to school and I can't go to camps and I can't play basketball, I I don't even know what kind of hell I would raise. I almost I, I almost texted Curtis to see if he wanted to jump on the horn here real quick, <laughs> but I figured he's probably bleeding from the eyes and ears at the moment, so I figured we'd just wait. Um. <laughs> but Michael, I'm I'm glad you made it back safe. I'm glad the wedding went off without a hitch. It did. 
It did. And you know what? I, I was fine. I was fine with the wedding. We took precautions. But then, as drunk people do, they make terrible decisions. And everyone was like, hey, we're not ready to stop the party. It's St. Patrick's Day weekend in downtown Orlando. Let's all just go out to Casey's. I assume Casey's is a An bar? Irish bar, obviously. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, no, this is not how don't I give die. Me, don't give me obviously. It wasn't O'Casey's. I mean, dick. that's because it's in Orlando. They had to change it. All right. Don't want to be racist <laughs> in Orlando. Fair. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. But uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, no, this is not how I'm going to die by contracting a virus in downtown Orlando. If I didn't do that when I was in college, I'm certainly not going to do it as a 38 year old. And I mean, of all the viruses to contract in downtown Orlando. <laughs> I don't want this one. So, so that that part, of, and and you know, then we flew out, and we were still watching all these pictures of the spring breakers in Florida, and we were like, yeah, well, there there goes Florida. That's it. Yeah, but and the thing is, most of the spring breakers are from elsewhere, so oh, yeah. that's a real that's a real rough yeah. one, a rough one. <laughs> um, I will say, Michael, I I need to g- give an update to um last week's episode, uh, on Sunday. So I, I guess three or four days before you went to uh, take your little trip, I did go to see the Sonic movie. Turns out it does whip ass. Mm-hmm. It does kind of whip a little. Like it, it whipped some ass. At one point, I did, did say it whip out loud, ass or did it slap ass? It slapped ass. It whipped ass. It really kicked some ass. At one point, I did say out loud, "Fuck him up, Sonic." <laughs> so that that felt pretty good. <laughs> like it. It was weird. It was mostly a road trip movie, so it's weird that they put a little round ball that could run, you know, at the speed of light in a car for half the movie. Yeah. That was weird. That was a weird choice, but... Well, because he couldn't take James Marsden with him because James Marsden would have died from all of the spinning. From all the spinning, and I probably G-Force, maybe? I don't know. But movie kind of kicked ass. Well, I'll say that. I would say go see it, but no, don't. Yeah. Stay in your fucking house. Stay in your house. Look, I'm I'm investigating some services that allow you to, in addition to Netflix Party, which apparently allows you to watch Netflix movies with your friends synced up over a web browser. There are other services. We're going to create a tilt. We can create a tilt movie room, maybe, where you can just, we can get together, you know. Okay. In the in you know, and watch some movies together. Okay, you want to do a little tilt movie club? Yeah, a little movie club. We all get together. Live, live we, chat movie club? Yeah, we watch it together. We do we do a little MST three thousand action on some shitty movies. We laugh, we cry at some, you know, rom coms. Okay. It'll be a very I'm healing in. moment, I think, for the community. Okay. I'm in. Yeah. Um while you were sleeping, first movie. Thank you. Bye. Uh no, it's gonna be cats. Oh. Why? Why? Because I bought all of this weed for my quarantining. <laughs> I need to do something with it. How much did you buy? And can you did you think of your friend Michael to mail uh, any to? Sorry, no, I can't. Oh, okay. <laughs> you have to come to Chicago. Is this just like in the normal movie Cats? Like, it just, it, well, I'm s- it's Cats on digital? What are you talking about? Well, you know what? There, I heard there's a new movie cut of Cats. The Snyder cut of Cats, it basically, where, where but Superman like just beats Mister Mistopheles' ass real bad. So I'm really excited that you did not somehow see the hashtag release the butthole cut. I'm sorry, the butthole cut, the butthole cut. <laughs> Why? What is that? So there was, you know, Cats, 
and how bad it's supposed to be and people were talking about okay well it's why can't people just be happy with the movie they get (laughs) why do they need cuts of it i'm sorry because it wasn't the right one kush when you hear the cut this cut you're gonna be so mad that they that they changed it listen no okay hold on i don't want to know what butthole cut means right now because every time people want different cuts of movies they get shittier shit. Like, or when, like, George Lucas is like, here's my cool cut of, um, my director's cut of Star Wars. He just added, like, a CGI job of floating in space. Who the fuck wants that? And no then one wants when they, shit. didn't they remove all the guns from E.T. or some shit? Yeah. Eat my butthole. Give me those 80s guns, please. Well, yeah. speaking of removing guns. Oh, God. So, the reason this started, Michael Cushing, is that people were talking about cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was someone I follow on Twitter. I believe it was Film Crit Hulk. Okay, love Crit. Yeah, he, he was yeah. talking about how he, was, he he tried to buy cats, and then his uh, his controller just immediately died on him, and he assumed that it was cats. Tried to buy cats. <laughs> his controller died, and then Bank of America called and said he was no longer a customer, <laughs> and they had, they had taken all of his money away. Yeah, got it. Okay. So people in the in the comments were making some jokes, and somebody chimed in and was like. Oh, man, I have a friend who worked for visual effects for Cats, and one of his jobs in post was to go through and remove CGI buttholes from the cats, because apparently there was a a cut of the movie where the cats had prominent buttholes. Okay, hold on, hold on. So I don't think we talked about this in the show. I know it was on our list of things to talk about, but there... Like Jason Derulo, who played a cat. I don't know the cat name. Sexy cat. Sexy J cat. He played sexy J cat, and he came out after the movie and was like, "I'm mad because they CGI'd my dick out." Yep. So there are two paths to travel down here. One, they on the original cut of this movie, they left Jason Derulo's dick in. Like, his big floppy-ass dick in the film. And then they're like, well, we left his dick in, so we might as well put buttholes on all these cats. (laughs) Or, they had already put buttholes on all the cats, and then someone got a load of Jason Derulo's big floppy dong, and was like, well, we gotta get rid of that. And I guess all of the buttholes. There's a lot of cats. And also, I mean, Michael, uh, sir, I am no video animator, but I've done my fair Photoshop. <laughs> it's just you remove the layer. <laughs> so if you just had a butthole layer on your video, just click, hide the hit the little hide I- icon, and you're like, okay, the butthole's still there if you know your your video editing magic, but you can't see it until I hit this little layer icon. So there probably is a butthole cut. They just have to hit the layers back on. Well, it gets better, Kush. Oh, no. So, obviously, this blew up, and people were like, hey, release the butthole cut. Well, this this guy who started the trend, he had an update, and he's like, hey, my friend <laughs> saw this, obviously, because it blew up, and had to correct me. He wasn't necessarily removing buttholes that had been put on the cats. What his job was, was that... During a during a screening of the movie, someone had commented on the fact that some of the ways that the hair was laying on the cats and the CGI hair and it was moving made it look like there was a butthole. There was not just buttholes, but for some of the female cats, 
it made it look like they had little <laughs> furry vaginas. Okay. Well, now we're and so okay, Michael. This is something we've talked about before. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was ahead. say his me. job was to basically listen to somebody would watch the movie and then email him or come by his desk and be like. Yeah, I saw notice in this scene that definitely looks like a cat pussy. You're gonna have to remove that. Which I mean, fair note. Like <laughs> pretty pretty fair note. Like, hey, sorry, this one looks like a cat pussy. Get rid of that one. Um, Michael, I have two notes. One question. Mm-hmm. So obviously we have talked about on this show before, um, a product that I believe is now has been rebranded as the Twinkle Tush. Is it the cat? The, it's it's basically the glittering jewel that you hang over like over your cat's tail to hang to a little gem butt. over your cat's butthole. Now, wouldn't it have been rather than just removing the butthole, wouldn't it have been way more fun to make all these cats clearly the perverts perverts that they clearly already are by sticking I don't want to say perverts, pleasure seekers that they already are by sticking a butt plug up there. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that have been a more fun task? You just slap a, a glittery little jewel on there and have a good time? Yeah. Yeah, like a pasty, but for your butthole. For the butthole. Yeah, the Twinkle Tush. Yeah. The America's favorite product. Um, Second note. We've talked about this before on the show also. I have never discernibly seen a cat. And this is kind of the reason why I feel like Jason Derulo's dick should have been CGI'd out. I have never discernibly seen or, nor identified any cat's genitalia. No, I don't think you can. I think they're like internal. I don't know if they are or not. I just know male cats don't have ding dongs and lady cats probably don't have vaginas. They're just there. They just do certain stuff. I've never seen any cat genitalia. So obviously this should not have been part of cats. The movie. Well, um, I found a cat sexing guide. Michael, I have not a, a cat have sexting a... guide, but a cat sexing sexing, which sounds somehow worse, I guess. Michael, I do have one critically important question that may end the podcast, the only podcast left in the wasteland. Yes. Do you think at any point someone had to, one, CGI a vagina onto Dame Judi Dench and then remove it? Almost definitely. Okay. Almost definitely. Although I feel like I feel like Dame Judi Dench has earned the right to decide whether or not she wants to have... I mean, Dame Dench decided or... has earned the right to decide if she just wants to show her full human vagina on screen <laughs> in a cat suit. She's like, I just cut that part out because it's for me. Yeah, I mean, much. she's earned the right to determine what she wants to be on screen if she's going to be in a movie. So, like, mm-hmm. if she didn't, if she doesn't have it, then that was her choice. <laughs> okay, Michael, this sex scene <laughs> guy you shared with me. <laughs> It's the craziest <laughs> fucking thing. So I think apparently I've... the only way to tell the difference between a female cat and a male cat is the hole is slightly closer to the butthole. And also, man, unneutered males, what are you doing with those tiny little balls? <laughs> what, are you, what are you cats up to? What are you up to with those tiny what little balls? What are you balls? doing with those things? <laughs> uh, Michael, do you have any stories for me or should we get into our activity? Oh, Activity. We could talk more about being, you know, the lockdown. There's a lot of other stuff that's come out. I mean, it's good times. I but. mean, I recommend everyone, even though it's it's probably like some Chinese spyware to get on TikTok because the, the TikTok is is hot right now and there's yeah, so much you, good content. Yeah. Hold on, Michael. You've gotten very you've claimed that love, you've gotten very into love the yeah. TikTok. 
you've you started sending me some good ones, but you'd mentioned that teens were complimenting you. Oh yeah, at seems... the wedding, m- multiple times, multiple teens, and even some younger, and even some some younger kids were very very impressed that me, an old, yeah, knew about TikTok, and they were they even went so far as to be like, we don't believe you. Take out your phone and show me that you have TikTok. Wow. Yeah. Talk about some jealous love. But then once they did, I was the coolest okay. person there. So the, did you like hop on your skateboard and just like ollie out of there? Yeah, or what, I said, like, what, what slaps was... fellow teens? And then I, I rollerbladed away. How do they respond to what slaps fellow teens? <laughs> they, did they love that one? They, they actually laughed. I don't know if it was a, a laugh like you laugh at a dad joke or a laugh like you laugh at one of your friends. I'm assuming it's like friends. Yeah, no, no, for sure. For sure. My my good TikTok. Well, I mean, are you friends on TikTok now? Are you creating content? I'm not creating content. I'm actually really upset. We um, I was supposed to make a TikTok with my niece, but then we did not have a chance to do it. What well, what was going to be? We could do it right now. Yeah, there's a um, there's apparently this 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 song that is not appropriate for eight year olds, so she should not have been listening to it. But the way that it's it's framed on TikTok, you can't tell that it's that the, it's the song that it is. We're talking like Missy Elliott, whatever. You, no, uh, it's a song that goes like when when I pop, when I pop, stop. Somebody, some. It's something about a. Uh, I don't know. I think it's about a guy getting a blowjob, but it cuts off before it gets to the bad part. <laughs> yeah, no, probably good that your eight year old niece was not okay. But it's like there's like hand motions, like when I when I when I pop stop. Oh, wait, Michael, wait, you know what? You know what you sound. Stop! I don't remember. You know, you know what you sound right now? Uh-huh. So fucking cool! Oh my god, <laughs> teens must fucking love you, dude. Oh shit, man! I remember. I I even learned the hand motions and everything, but I've I've forgotten them now. Okay, it ends with like a whole lot of love, some kind of thing. I don't know. I found I. The the kids are crazy, man. It ends with a video full on fellatio on TikTok. It's like what is okay? Well, that's fine. <laughs> Michael, do you want to get into an activity? Yes. Okay, so I've seen a lot of tweets going around of things like, hey, just remember as you enter quarantine that when Shakespeare was in quarantine, he wrote King Lear or some shit like that, trying to get you to like, you know, get motivated. But I've also heard many times that if you put 10,000 monkeys in a room with 10,000 typewriters, they'll eventually write Shakespeare. So I'm not fucking impressed by King Lear. I don't even know what King Lear is. I I I don't care. You Not know. one of his favorite. No, don't care, Michael. <laughs> King Lear is one of my favorite Shakespeare. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't read anything for high school. Really? Yeah. Huh. What was it about? Is that why you have to get so much reading in while you're driving? No, those books I read for fun. Oh, okay. Uh, I, I never read anything that was assigned to me. King Lear is about a king who has three daughters, um, and. <clears throat> They basically conspire to kill him or something. Boring. Don't care, Michael. <laughs> what I'm about is you and me together yes. with the help of a yes. with the help of a friendly robot. Ooh, we're gonna write the next <gasps> fantasy epic. And Michael, I really yes. need you to. I hope that you are in a mindset to get creative and weird because it's <sighs> this is this is all dependent on you. I might help a little bit. But you are driving the ship here, my friend, to create the next, the next epic, the next big thing, the the new Star Wars, 
Maybe. The new Star Wars, the new Sherlock Holmes, the new end of the world novel with some zombies, whatever yes. you want. Or so, Michael, I stumbled across a little so obviously what not a whole lot to do when you're sitting at home on your computer, except maybe playing some games. Mm-hmm. 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 And I found a little game called AI Dungeon, which is essentially you give a computer some prompts, and it's an open source text adventure game that uses predictive text to generate a story with basically limitless possibilities. This so, sounds amazing. It's pretty good, my bud. Um, but it does require for you. I think we can get here. We're going to think outside the box a little bit, but I want you to note that literally anything you want to do, we can do in this story. We're going to create a story together for the listeners, and the game will respond, and we will go from there. So it's like Choose Your Own Adventure and Mad Libs in one? It's like a Choose Your Own Adventure, King's Quest, and Mad Libs. It's all jammed together. It's like a point-and-click classic like Mac Adventure, Choose Your Own Adventures, and Mad Libs. It's... Michael, it might be the best thing I think we've ever done. All right. Anyone's ever done. Yep. So we're going to It's a good thing it's done on the only podcast that exists still. The only podcast that exists, thank God. The only storytelling medium that it has that does exist or has ever existed. Michael, pick a setting. Fantasy, mystery, apocalyptic, zombies, or I don't know, custom. You can pick. Dealer's choice. I want to go with mystery. Mystery. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. Select a character. Are you a patient, detective, or a spy? Oh, I'm I'm definitely a spy. A spy. Yeah, That's I'm what I spy. thought. My yeah, big boy, big spy boy. Oh yeah. Enter your character's name. Whoa. It can just be Michael Howard if you want, nope. unless you want to get nasty with I it. I want it to be Sonic the Hedgehog. Roquefort James. Okay. Like the cheese. Yep. Roquefort. Everyone just calls him Roke, though, for short. Michael. Do you know it's pronounced Rochefort? Nope. Or? No, I mean, okay. I know, but he doesn't know that. So it's Roquefort James. Yeah. Okay. Roquefort James the spy. Generating story. Please wait. Dot, dot, dot. One second. You are Roquefort James, a spy living in Chicago. Holy shit. Hell yeah. You have a, you have a concealed pistol and a syringe of poison. Oof. You listen to the Russian diplomats and hear them discussing their plan for you. Quote, we will take over Chicago and then we can make our way to move on Washington, said one diplomat. The city is completely under control now, but that won't last long. What will you do? You can do anything you want. Am I the Russian spy or am I American spy? You're a spy living in Chicago, Rogafort James. You're an American spy. Okay, so you're listening to Russian diplomats. I'm listening to Russian diplomats as an American spy. Yep. Uh, well, I'm gonna obviously befriend these people. I'm gonna buy them a drink. Okay, we do that. You walk up to the diplomats and ask if they would like some drinks. They say yes. So you go back to your room and get a bottle of wine from the kitchen. <laughs> after dr- after drinking it all up, you tell the diplomats that you want to be friends with them. <laughs> oh, wow, I didn't even get a chance to use my poison, I guess. We just we just drank right through that bottle, huh? Well, Michael, do you want a, you want a poison yeah, one? Yeah, I want to poison one of them. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I want to wait until one of them... I want to wait until one of them goes to the bathroom, and then we're, we're since we're buddies now, I'll be like, hey, I'll come with you to the bathroom, and then I'll poison them in the bathroom. Take one diplomat to the bathroom. You sneak into the bathroom and start talking to the diplomat. He tells you he has been working at the embassy for about two years. He says his name is Roquefort James, and that he was born in Russia, but moved to America when he was eight. <laughs> oh, no! What? what? 
I'm thrown. I'm thrown by this new information that another Roquefort James exists, and now I'm thinking that it's like a fucking born situation, and there are multiple Roquefort James. We've been created. We're clones. I'm gonna say you stole my name. You think this might be possible, but you need to prove yourself first. You decide to steal your real name. You find a copy of the passport and look through it until you find your passport photo. Then you put the picture in your wallet and leave the <laughs> hotel room. Okay, I'm gonna say, Michael, let's poison the diplomat. Yeah, poison the shit out of him. You sneak out of the hotel room and head to the restaurant where you left your car keys. You open the door and slip inside. You quickly check behind tables, chairs, and even under seats before finding a place to hide. Okay, we didn't poison the diplomat, though. All right, um, I'm gonna have to call for my jetpack. Call my jetpack. It's like, it's like Tesla for jetpacks. You activate your jetpack and fly off towards the nearest building. You don't know how far away you are, but you know there must be something around here somewhere. You fly down the street and finally land near a large warehouse complex. The sky is dark and cloudy as you land. Um, I'm gonna say, fight a dragon. But not to kill it, to assert your dominance and then ride dragon. You stand up and run to the edge of the roof. You look out across the city and see a huge dragon standing on top of another building. It looks very angry, but not aggressive. It seems like an easy target, but you can do better than that. Okay, that's fine. Uh, I can do better than a dragon. Yeah. Ride dragon to diplomat. You jump onto the dragon's back and begin riding. As you soar above the city, you watch as the clouds part and sunlight shines down upon the city below. You feel very lucky to be alive right now. Okay, come on. Let me kill the fucking diplomats. Kill okay. the no, diplomats. Wait, wait, wait. Light. Okay. Use dragon's breath to light the diplomats on fire. Okay, use dragon fire to light diplomats on fire. Okay. Just thinking about this one. <laughs> you fly higher and higher, trying to stay aloft as high as you can. Suddenly, you notice a small red light in the distance. It looks like a flare, but much brighter. Let me kill the diplomats. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Take the dragon to Russia and just fucking destroy the Kremlin. Okay, hold on. Fly dragon to Russia. Blow up Kremlin. You turn your jet back on and fly higher. You see red glow. Okay. Okay, hold on. Okay. It looks like a flare, but much brighter. You look around frantically as you prepare to die for it, but then suddenly you realize what it is. A Russian diplomat. <laughs> They've weaponized Kill. the diplomats. Kill the diplomat. You leap from the airship and land on the ground with a thud. You grab your gun and shoot the diplomat in the chest. Blood spurts as he falls backwards, clutching his chest wound. Ask him about the secrets. A hundred percent, we should chop off his head with a hacksaw, just in case. I'm sorry, I don't speak Russian, he says. My name is James, and I live in Chicago. That's nice, you say. How did you get my name? He smiles at you. It was my lucky day. <laughs> Definitely cut off his fucking head with a hacksaw. I'm going to say speak in Russian. One second. What's your name, you ask? Okay. What's your name, you ask? James, he replies. Where are we going? We're going to Russia. Oh, what kind of country is it? Very cold and dangerous. He nods slowly. Take him to Russia on the dragon. You quickly hop off the dragon and grab James by the arm. He doesn't resist or anything, so you lead him over to the dragon. The dragon flies and roars after them. You both sit on its back while it carries you up into the sky. We need to find the Roquefort James factory. Talk to James. Okay, hold on. Let's we're see what James has to say. Yeah. The, the decoy James. So where are we going, you ask? Russia. Is this your first time here? No, it isn't. Well, why didn't you tell me before? Because he, I wanted to surprise you, he laughs. Aww. Okay, and now I'm, I feel bad that I shot him in the chest now. Apologize for shooting in the chest. 
Michael, how's the AI doing? Hilarious, great, confusing, or offensive? The game wants to know. So wait, so is this like one of those GOP tests where I say how good of a job Trump is doing and it's great, terrific, awesome, the best? Yeah. So there is no negatives. <laughs> Nothing negative yet. Right. Um, I want to say I want to say great. It's trying real it's hard. It's great. It's trying so hard. Okay. Sorry about that, you say, but I thought you were a spy. A spy? No, not really. Why would I believe that? Because spies lie all the time, he exclaims. He makes an excellent point. Um, ask if there are more Roquefort James. I'm not really sure why I picked a spy story, because I'm the worst at spy games. I immediately try to kill people. Yeah, no. Well, uh, are there other... I could have listened in, and I could have found out so much more information, but instead I just went straight to just, I'm going to fucking destroy him. No, you definitely, you're the bad spy. (laughs) Are there other Roquefort Jameses, you ask? Yes, there are. See? Do do you know they killed their father? They do, he admits. And I suppose it makes me even more of an enemy now. You chuckle. Um, Michael, I'm just going to say solve the spy conspiracy. Yes. Very good. Just just get right Just solve it. it. Just solve the thing. You decide to go with your gut feeling and assume that James is a spy. You figure if he's lying, then you must be right, too. If he's telling the truth, then maybe you can find some peace between the, you, the two of you. Um... Kill all. Damn it. Are we still on the dragons? We are on the dragons. Okay, we're just having this conversation while we're flying to Russia. We're just flying to Russia now. So I just said kill all the Russians. (laughs) You turn around and look at James. Let's finish this, you say. If you're a spy, then I'll prove it to you. You pull out your knife and stab James in the throat. (laughs) (laughs) Throw James off the dragons. (laughs) Well, if you were if you weren't a spy, that would have not killed you. So since it killed you, you must have been a spy because it's my special spy knife. You jump off the dragon and throw James off of it. The pain is excruciatingly painful, (laughs) but you manage to land safely on the ground. I'm sorry, you say. I should have known better than to trust you. Don't worry about it, says James. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Michael. So now now we we see what the possibilities are. Do do we want to do one more? Really nail it. Let's do one more. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna roll back. We should do uh we should do a fa- uh oof. I feel like fantasy. Fantasy, is where we need to be. yeah, because well, apocalyptic sounds too on the nose. We could I maybe mean, we could do a custom. We could do space. Oh, but, let's uh, do a space one. You want to do a, a space? Let's boy? go to space. Okay. okay, let me do custom. So give me a fiver. Um, enter a prop. Enter a prompt that describes who you are in the first couple of sentences of where you start out. Something like. You are a knight in the kingdom of Larian. You are hunting the evil dragon who has been terrorizing the kingdom. You enter the forest for the dragon and see. All right, we can either go really cliche and say that you just wait. You woke up on a on a spaceship that seems to be abandoned, um, or we could do something more fun. You woke up in a spaceship that seems to be abandoned, and decide to start a podcast <laughs> to see if anyone else is out there. Because if you start a podcast, eventually someone will contact you. You decide to start a podcast to see if you get downloads to uh, to decide if anyone else is out there too, and see if anyone else <laughs> is alive. But uh oh, there's an alien on board. Hold on, there's but a it's killer. Jar Jar Binks. Uh oh, there's a killer. 
alien on the ship. Okay. I mean, isn't that just the plot to Alien? Um, I don't remember Ripley starting a fucking podcast, you dipshit. <laughs> I'm pretty okay. sure she did like one of those video diary things when she was alone. Damn it, she in, did. In, in the Aliens. Aliens. Right? <laughs> okay, Michael. Well, Michael, this was... Okay, this is just like Alien. This is... <laughs> it's a 2020 update of Aliens. Michael, toe to tip, this is an alien. Okay, so here we go. You wake up on a spaceship that seems to be abandoned. You decide to start a podcast to see if you get downloads and see if anyone else is alive. But uh-oh, there's a killer alien on the ship. Hey, I'm here. Come out and play with me. You hear someone shout from the other side of the door. Is the, the killer alien, alien looks... Is the alien the, the clown from it? The killer alien looks at you suspiciously before it suddenly bursts through the door. What do you do? Um, <clears throat> I, I slap the alien. Slap, slap the but alien. like open hand disrespectful slap not not like just slap like, the alien disrespectfully yeah like how dare you burst in on me no one introduced you into my house yeah how this is my ship i just woke up i just woke up it's my what are you ship doing an acid annoyed tone i'm trying to help you you say defensively the alien looks at you for a moment before replying oh and what would that be um okay you were see. hysterical obviously you were hysterical like a 1840s woman. <laughs> Do you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> Look, I don't know anything about aliens or anything, but I think we should just go back home, you explain. Home, the alien says with a raised eyebrow, so the alien has eyebrows. Where did you come from? What happened to your planet? Nothing. Just got lost. You should probably interview him for the podcast. Okay, interview the alien for my podcast. You sit down next to the alien and begin talking to it. So where do you come from exactly, you ask? Earth, the alien replies. Jesus. It was a peaceful world until the first invasion came through. Okay, so first of all, Michael, we've learned a lot right here. We are not Earth. We are not from Earth. We are the aliens here. In our in this story, we are the alien. Maybe. This, maybe. Or or we've been asleep for... We've been cryogenically frozen for so long that the first... Our civilization on Earth has died out and been replaced with another civilization that doesn't even... Rec- it's not it's unrecognizable well we have to know that this alien is either either that michael or a fucking liar because it was a peaceful world until the first invasion came through and no mm, we're not that's a good not point peaceful. he's a no, liar okay so he's a fucking liar that's but true. okay let's who invaded earth you ask the first invasion the alien says well i guess they had tried to invade us too then how many times have you been attacked by them you ask enough to make a name for yourself as a fighter pilot What's your fighter pilot name? <laughs> your fighter pilot name is Killer Kitten. What's your real name, you ask? My real name isn't important, Killer Kitten says. Just call me Killer Kitten. Killer Kitten? I'm going to call him KK. That's fine. Um, We should probably kill him. Michael, he's our only friend on the spaceship. How dare you? All right. Uh, Give him a Hot Pocket. Give Killer Kitten a Hot Pocket for... A snack. <laughs> Killer Kitten's going to have Hot Pocket as a snack? As a snack. <laughs> Hot Pockets, Killer Kitten asks. Yeah, I'll bring some back later, you reply. Okay, okay, I'll wait outside. Outside in space? That's <laughs> kind <laughs> what he did on Earth. Yeah, okay, yes. Let's, let's suss this out, because I don't believe this fucker. I don't believe Killer Kitten. You head outside to find Killer Kitten waiting for you. He gives you a big hug and tells you he'll wait outside. You thank him and leave his room. <laughs> Okay, what did you... Okay, ask what you did on Earth. 
I helped defend against the first attack. Then after that, I had to fight off more attacks. Then I found out my planet was being destroyed. My planet was being consumed by a black hole, and all life on it was going to die soon. Where did... Ask where you went after that. Maybe this isn't the best activity. <laughs> after the black hole swallowed up my planet, I traveled through hyperspace for a while, Killer Kitten be begins. But eventually I arrived here. You you where in deep space? <laughs> Turn Killer Kitten into a fighter plane. You turn Killer Kitten into a fighter plane. This will be fun, Killer Kitten exclaims. <laughs> Let's get going. Jump Wait, so is Killer inside. Kitten an alien like a transformer? I guess so. Sweet. So we're gonna jump we're gonna jump inside Killer Star Kitten. Starscream. Let's go. Let's do this thing. You jump inside Killer Kitten and take flight. Oh, this feels so good, Killer Kitten oh, says. No. Now let's go destroy these pirates. Michael, what do you want to do with these pirates? <laughs> so <laughs> We jumped inside Killer Kitten, and he said, oh, this feels so good. Mm -hmm. Let's go do something about these pirates. Which is weirdly on brand with everything we just talked about, yeah. about cats. Yep. So yep, I don't want to know where inside Killer Kitten I am, mm -hmm. but okay. Mm -hmm. um, fly to pirates. You fly towards the pirates. They are not far away, but you can't see them from here. You need to get closer before you can shoot at them. You try to keep your speed and stay low, but there's no way you could reach these guys in time. In time for what? I'm just going to make Killer Kitten eat the pirates. Yeah. That feels safe. You decide to make Killer Kitten eat the pirates. This would help you get close enough to shoot at them. You have no idea how long it will take, but if you don't hurry, they might escape. You start flying towards the pirates, and then suddenly... What? I just asked what, because that just stopped. <laughs> suddenly you feel something strange, something wrong with your body. It hurts like hell. You look down and see that you're floating in midair. What the heck happened? You feel dizzy, too. Why is this happening to you? It's all, all the around. peyote we ate. Did we do peyote, Michael? I think we did peyote, and we're not actually on a spaceship. You look around and see nothing to miss. You look back at Killer Kitten, who looks just as confused as you do. What's going on, Killer Kitten says. Are we really in space, or is this some sort of dream? It's a nightmare. Do we want to try to wake up? Do we want to explore the nightmare? What do we do? Um, <clears throat> all right, let's think about this. Okay, if Are we, we in the Matrix? If we think that we're dreaming... The, the thing that I always do when I think that I'm dreaming... I try to dunk. So dunk a basketball. Yeah, dunk a basketball on like a ten foot hoop. See, if that's how that's how I, I lucid dream. If I can dunk on a, if I can dunk, then I know that I'm I'm dreaming. Check to see if I'm dreaming by dunking a basketball. Yeah. Okay. So important. You pick up a basketball and throw it at Killer Kitten. The ball <laughs> flies straight towards Killer Kitten, but he catches it. He takes one step forward and throws another ball at you. You catch the second ball too. It bounces right back at him. So maybe we're, maybe we're not dreaming. I'm gonna ask him. I dreaming. You are dreaming. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to scare you. Killer Ken says, "Come on, let's get out of here." <laughs> okay. <laughs> I guess let's go home. You stand up and walk over to Killer Kitten. Hey, wake up! We have to get out of here. Killer Kitten opens his eyes and sees you. He smiles. Good morning. He says, "Cook, Killer Kitten. Cook breakfast." Is Killer Kitten just, like, our partner? I think so. I think now we're just good butts. Okay. At first he was going to kill us, but nope. The sun is shining brightly outside and the sky is clear blue. You and Killer Kitten sit on a bench enjoying the beautiful day. So what did you want to do today, you ask? You ask? Well, I was thinking about going fishing, Killer Kitten replies. Ask Killer Kitten to marry me. Also, give him, give him flowers. I brought flowers. Oh, yeah. damn it. Okay. 
Sure, why not, you reply. I dunno, Killer Kitten says. Maybe tomorrow. Tomorrow's Sunday, you point out. Yeah, well, I guess I'll think about it later, <laughs> Killer Kitten says. <laughs> Give him flowers. So anyway, Michael, I think we just created the, the next great American I story. I feel like it's just like a weird text version of The Sims, because that's how I feel like every time I play The Sims, is I don't really understand the interactions that they have with each other. Yeah, no, this is all... Um, I'm gonna, Michael, I'm sorry I have to do this, but I'm about to kick Killer Kitten into the sun. Oh, yeah. You should probably shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in a t-shirt cannon and fire him into the sun. You kick Killer Kitten into the sun. Killer Kitten falls from the sky and smacks into a tree trunk. His head explodes and blood spatters all over you. Start to cry. <laughs> oh, no. You start to cry when you hear the sound of a helicopter. A small plane nears by and two men exit the chopper with rifles raised. They both wear black suits and white shirts with red ties. And their names Throw are Roquefort James. Killer Kitten <laughs> at the two men. Ask if they've if they've seen Roquefort James. I will ask. You grab your cell phone and dial 911. 911, this is Officer Jones of the New, New Jersey State Police requesting assistance in locating missing woman Linda Niles, you say. <laughs> Hello, this is Detective Sturgis speaking. Did we just cross into a different story? Yes. Hello. Is this Roquefort <laughs> James? Yeah, we've somehow we come out of the simulation. <laughs> we've crossed we broke- over into the detective novel now. Hello, this is Roquefort James calling from the Big Apple. My name is Roquefort James and my wife Linda has been missing since yesterday afternoon. Where are they now, you ask? So now we've switched places with Detective Sturgis, <laughs> who has now changed his name to Roquefort James. This is the best game that's ever been created. All right, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to play with this one a bit. It's called AI Dungeon. It's a fun AI Dungeon. You can go to AIDungeon.io. Sweet. All right, Michael. Any final fun stories for us this week, um, or anything, anything you want to talk about? So I think we're gonna get a new puppy. You getting a puppo? I think so. We're gonna get okay. a little quarantine puppy. We, uh, like, you know, that story came out that was like, hey, this this may go on and off quarantine wise, like for the next eighteen months or whatever. We're like, well. Shit, we've been talking about getting another dog, but we didn't want to leave it at home and I wanted to have some time to like bond with it and stuff. So Hell yeah, dude. Why not? Yeah, okay. Um, so obviously you did lose the great hot tub race. I did. So do you does Rachel get full say over what dog you're getting? Or she is she does gonna... technically, but she's being very nice and kind to me and, and allowing me to pretend like I have input. Okay, so that's cool. So you can kind of be very nice and kind to her and pretend she has any say in getting a hot tub because <laughs> michael you want to know be great while you're stuck at fucking home all i time? know right a hot tub yeah it would be pretty nice so what kind of puppy are you gonna get we don't know we've just been looking at paws and one tail at a time and you know all the rescues it's been so long since i've had to look for a dog i didn't re- michael this must feel like uh what you feel like when i talk about dating, dating apps yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it's um we're looking for a dog that's like probably like one-ish years old so not necessarily a puppy but still pretty much a puppy you know yeah sure like something that's not going to terrify bonnie but also is fun and cuddly yeah big guy a little guy we're gonna probably uh middle guy like 40 to 60 pounds, you know. Okay. 
Yeah, I, Michael, I was kind of feeling maybe do the same thing, but I don't think Sora one. Yeah, I don't think Sora would tolerate having a puppy in the house. And also, I'm going so stir crazy. I don't think having another <laughs> being in the house would be like a good thing for me. Yeah, yeah. But that's well, fun, man. I'm happy for you guys. That's awesome. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I so part of. Even even though I'm being social distancing, I still take Sora on our walk every afternoon after work, uh, which includes walking over and over to and through the PetSmart. And I always keep my distance from everybody. We, we don't get treats anymore, which is a real shame for Sora. Mm-hmm. But I do always walk past the little like um, cat adoption area and they always have like a couple cat trees behind the glass wall. And I keep saying to myself, the the one day we walk past there and a cat doesn't hiss at Sora, like, really angrily that she's, you know, there, I'll be like, okay, I'm going to get that cat, and then she'll just have a cat friend. So far, it's, you know, it's been multiple days this week and every day for the last, like, three months. Every single cat has hissed at Sora, so I don't have to worry about ever getting a cat, which is great news. <laughs> I've thought about getting a cat before, even though I'm allergic, just because there's so like pretty easy to take care of but i mean the logistics of a cat seems so great that i can just have you in my house and then go on vacation for i don't know probably a week and you'll probably be fine i'll just leave a whole bunch of food out for you <laughs> you the worst you'll do is poop on my floor that's fine they'll figure it out yeah you know we talked about um a little bit about like the content that's going to be creative created from from this quarantine but I was looking at what's trending on Twitter and in, in locally in, in Illinois, Alinea is trending and that's, that's the three Michelin star restaurant that is like very expensive. It's a date night kind of thing. Yeah. Like 500. It was on the chef's table, yeah, right? Yeah. You're right. Uh, Grant Aches. Um Well, several restaurants have started to do this around Chicago restaurants that don't obviously normally do takeout like the publican was offering a, a four, like a family size dinner meal thing that was like $16 a person or something. Well, Alinea, I guess, is doing a uh, a to-go order that includes a beef short rib Wellington, uh, 50-50 mashed potatoes, and uh, creme brulee, and it's only $35. Fuck yeah, dude. Michael, if you get me one of those, I'll get you a, a Publix chicken dinner sub and mail to you. Yeah. Do a little food swap. So, like, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what businesses especially like restaurants and bars and stuff do to kind of try and get some alinea says they've already hired back staff because so many people have ordered meals from them so like it's gonna be very interesting a bunch of places, do. yeah i've seen a bunch of places here in atlanta doing like to go or like you know meal prepping stuff that you can just get you know kind of they'll do a certain set and just you know when they sell out they sell out so i don't know i feel like um uh, i feel like there should be a lot of stuff but um I will say, I thought, Michael, you're going to take that another way and be like, the baby boom that's about to happen. <laughs> I mean, the baby boom is definitely going to happen. And also, it's weird because I feel like we had a baby boom during, like, we had like a wave of like Khaleesi's and like, I'm sure we had a bunch of Johns and like, John, you know, whatever from like, I feel like the last big naming wave was game of thrones i don't think there's any like hit phenomenon right now that people will be able to like name their shit after like there's nothing going on there's no sports there's no big tv right now there probably won't be tv and movies for a while because everything keeps getting shut down or moved back 
Like people are gonna have to come up with like actual interesting family names for these kids. Which how are they gonna do that? Or it's gonna be like a bunch of like retro TV names. Like everyone just stuck inside. I swear to God, if we get a bunch of Chandlers out of this or Rosses, I'm gonna be fucking Chandler mad. Bang. I'm be fucking pissed. It, or like maybe some uh, Walters from like Breaking Bad. I can see that. That'd be yeah, nice. I just started. I just started Justified. If we get some Raylan Givens up in here, that'd be fine. Oh, there we go. Raylan's actually a pretty good name. Raylan's a very good yeah. name. Curious. What are you gonna name your dog? I don't know. A couple yeah. of the, a couple of the dogs we were looking at had decent names already. Interesting. Okay, that's good. Yeah. I, so I don't know. Maybe maybe we'll keep maybe we'll keep the name. Oh, there was one that was named Guinness. That was pretty Guinness good. Guinness is a good. That's a good name. Yeah, it was mostly like most. It was kind of a a shepherd mix. So it had that like black color with like the brown, like a Guinness. I like. I like that. There was a Linus. I like that. A Linus, which had some wonderfully floppy ears. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they have a cool name. Maybe I'll keep okay. it. Okay. Yeah. Especially because right. we're like looking that. at getting a dog that you know might be like two years old or something, and I don't want to. I don't want to change a dog's name at two. That just seems mean. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Michael, what's on your TV list before we close out? I feel like I need to know what what you guys are watching. Uh, Well, we're finishing up Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Okay. We only have a few more episodes more left of that. Uh, On my list, I got uh, Altered Carbon. I still got to finish up. I got a couple seasons of Orphan Black. I got... uh, Oh, Dispatches from Elsewhere. I watched the... Uh, opener that? of that one it is what the fuck is that oh my god it's so good it's a new show with jason siegel and okay. he plays like this just ordinary dude doing the same shit every day and then he gets kind of thrown into or he finds this like weird you know it's like underground like games where you find clues and and like it's a whole they've been like viral marketing campaigns or sometimes they're they're just fun things whatever he does one of those but then he gets paired up with Andre Benjamin, Andre 3000. Yes, I'm into it. Okay. Uh, Sally Field is yeah. in his group. And then his the 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 person that he is slowly falling in love with, at least in the first episode, is a an actual is a trans actor. His love interest is a trans actor named Eve Lindley, who I don't think I don't know what else she's been in, but she is amazing in the show. Um which is impressive considering it's Jason Siegel and Sally Field and Andre 3000. And she kind of like steals the whole show, which is great. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like got a uh, it, it starts out with a very like David Lynchian feel to it. But like with a little bit more, a little bit less of the weirdness of the second <laughs> second part of the uh, the revival that he did. Yeah. Um, but still kind of that weird shit that I'm totally into, especially for, for movies I'm going to watch when I'm partaking in the devil's lettuce. The, yes, indeed. If you will. Yeah. If I, I mean, yeah, I already have. Um, well, I think I'm tomorrow going to do a John Wick trilogy <sighs> just run through, uh, which yeah. just kind of going to go for it. That's a good just one. Really not. Yeah. Uh, I want to watch all of Taika Waititi's movies. Yes. That I've missed out on. Jojo so Rabbit is Rabbit. To be good. I haven't seen Hunt for the Wilder People, which I've heard is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I wish they were streaming anywhere, but I also kind of want to watch all of uh, Hayao Miyazaki's movies. It's like I don't know what those my are. My friend Totoro, like just a bunch of like cla- like Prince of Mononoke, my friend Totoro, uh, Kiki's like Howl's Moving Castle. So yeah, I don't know. I've never I've only seen like half of them, so I want to go through all this. So. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to get through a lot of shows and movies. I say that, but I'm probably just going to watch Bad Boys Two on repeat for half of the time i'm in in quarantine so and if that happens it happens and i'm not mad about I'm it i'm usually i usually do not rewatch movies like if they're but have you seen have you seen bad boys 2 i have and i have that is one that i've definitely seen more than once but only because it was like on tnt every five minutes yeah well um, tnt still exists buddy I know. so well so, <laughs> like i i used to rewatch movies a lot when i w- when i used to watch tv a lot more because you just be flipping through the channels and you'd see it on you know like i said tnt or amc or you know showtime hbo whatever but like since i don't flip through channels anymore i don't come across movies to just watch randomly anymore well, I mean, that's fair, but Bad Boys 2 is streaming, bud, so it's on Netflix, so you can just watch it again literally anytime you want. So maybe I should just do the, if you're going to do the John Wick triple feature, maybe I should do the Bad Boys triple feature. Yeah, I mean, we could, I mean, Michael, we got Movie Club. We can we can do it all together with all of our good buds. Sounds friends. good. Cool. Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, everyone. Um, I hope we provided a small ray of sunshine in, you know, in a weird and uncertain world right now. Um, if not, I don't know. Hopefully, you'll come back next week and we'll be better. Maybe there'll be other stuff to talk about or... Or we'll have refined our AI dungeon game. Because I feel like we we were learning this one. I feel like we could have refined that before we went on the air. But you know what? Fuck it. Well, that would um, that would like be completely against the spirit of this show because we'd have to prepare something. Yeah, preparing is not what we do. That's a great point. Um I do remember the first like probably ten episodes, I would like we would make like show notes and we would have bullet points of what we were gonna go to and like what article is gonna be next. And then we realized that like we don't want to do any of that. I mean, one, can I say this, Michael? Preparation and work, not into it. No, don't, don't care. No. I'd rather, f- I'd rather read two paragraphs of a like three page story and figure it out as I go <laughs> along, and then realize, oops, I missed the whole point. That's better to me than reading all that at any point. You know, it fits more in the spirit of the show, which was to just look at random trends and try and figure out what they are. So now all we're doing is looking at random headlines and leads of stories and trying to figure it out from there. So like and trying to provide. Yeah. And like nuanced, intellectual, hilarious analysis of a thing we don't understand in any level, shape or form. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of our thing. That's our lane, I think. Honestly, I think we've been really nailing it for uh, going on. What is this? Is this 130? It's 131. Fuck, where am I? Um, yeah, I feel like we've just been doing it. Michael, and if ever there were a week to have a blog post up, you'd think this would be it. Because <laughs> we have so but, much time. But honestly, I don't know. I honestly don't know if I'm going to do Maybe, it. Maybe. I don't know. If something pops into my head, I might just like type it out. I'm going to start journaling. I, okay. Yeah, dude. Fucking do it, dude. I'm going to start journaling and just ribbon, writing bud. things down. Maybe, Maybe something will happen. Hell yeah, dude. Write your thoughts down. You never down. know. Get, open up that big brain of yours. Put some words oh, down yeah. on paper. Do it. Um, I should do that, but I probably won't. Anyway, um, yeah, my, everyone, if you've liked this episode, you can find out more information at Good Better Media, where our blog does exist. Um, we also have another show, Longest Days of Our Lives, which Michael and I are in a good buddy. Curtis are watching every episode of Hit Show 24. This, again, does seem like an ideal time to bring that show back. And I think Michael did mention the kind of watch party, epi- you know, sort of situation. 
I think we might try to do that and record, I don't know, maybe live episodes or at least get our shit together. Um, Curtis does have two young boys at home, so he probably doesn't have a whole lot of free time right now, but we'll try to get that back. He will later Um, when he um, when the kids just disappear and no one knows what happened to them, but they're just not there anymore. That's not a joke I feel comfortable making on this show. That's true. I, lo- I love our, I think, I, I think I'm an uncle at least. I don't think I'm a godparent, but you are. So like, I, what no, I'm not to? saying that they would like, what's your angle? I'm saying bud? that like Curtis has just tied them up, hog tied them into the bedroom to make them calm down for five seconds. How's that better? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess they're alive. So yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you didn't see that. Uh, there was a tweet going around that was like. How to how to work from home when you have kids, and it was just the the mom on a conference call with her three children, just like tied up next to her. Yeah, I did see that, and I guess I know it was like a stage photo. But like, hey, parents, you don't have to hate your fucking kids. Like, I get they're tough. <laughs> they're they're just kids, though. Be fine. You don't have kids because you don't understand. Listen, dude, no joke. I understand because I don't also have kids. I, ch- I I always try not to like compare anything about my dog to, to anyone else's kids. But like, and this is very minimal, but like Sora spent a full hour yesterday and today, actually, because I didn't do it quick enough, whining at me until like from her bed, which is across next to my bed, which is next to my desk. So just crying at me until I walked over and turned the lights off, which is what she normally has in the room, so she could go to sleep. <laughs> she was crying for a full hour until I realized that she needed the lights off. So then I just worked in the darkness <laughs> so she could sleep. So, like, I, I don't get it, but I fucking get it. You deal with your fucking kids. <laughs> Man, the the thing that kills me about people complaining already is, like, y'all, it's been, like, it's only five days. Way worse. Not for most people, it's been th- it's this true. It's been three day. days, and people are already complaining. It's I feel like they're just pre-complaining at this point. And I'm eh. look, I am. It's gonna get so much worse, you assholes. I'm, I'm a pessimistic person, but I'm also somehow an optimistic pessimist. But like, you can't go into this thinking about how bad it's gonna be. You just enjoy the break you have right now. The fact that you get to mm-hmm. work from home. If you can, well, yeah. I'm saying if people like if you're at home and you're not working, then yeah, I mean, obviously it's stressful and it sucks. Um, but like it's been three days. Just try to at least en- enjoy the the first week. Yeah. You know, get get in, get in some fun, like some fun stuff, like maybe do a puzzle. What's I feel like this first week, everyone's kind of like, OK, I'm trying to figure shit out. Like I'm like everything's weird. I feel like starting next week, people are going to, like, over the weekend, people are going to settle down. Like, okay, this is it. They're going to start being like, okay, I can set boundaries. I'll start doing some projects around the house. Like, I feel like this weekend, shit's going to start to turn around. Everyone's going to just ha- start having a good time. <laughs> That's what you think? <laughs> no, not at all. But I'm trying to be optimistic. I don't even want to see Twitter in three weeks. Twitter in three weeks will be, I mean, actually, Michael, I do want to see Twitter. And honestly, if anything will get me on TikTok, it's this because... Holy shit. The content is about to get very good this weekend. Yep. yep. And then it'll only get better. Mm-hmm. Michael, how else can people help us out? You can the only podcast on the planet. You can help us out by um going to your favorite podcast app. And since we're the only podcast app, 
podcast on there, I assume we'd be right, be right on the front page. But if not, uh, search for Trends in Low Places and uh, hit that subscribe button and give us a rating and a review. Uh, you could also find us at Twitter at TILPcast. Um, you know, send us a message there. Tell us what you're doing for the for the shutdown, quarantine, social isolation thing we're doing. Um, tell us any good shows or movies or games or I don't know anything that you're doing to to kind of pass the time. We could certainly use it and we'll pass it along to uh, anyone who's listening. Um, and I also want to give a shout out to my brother-in-law because he did text me um, to say that the good doctor does in fact suck. Yeah, so. yeah. No, he said the good doctor sucks, which I already knew. Yeah. He also included something that said I owe him a gift. Yeah, because which... you said you would send him a gift if uh, he would tell me um, before the wedding. He did. We did say before the wedding that you That's... you would tell he would tell me that the good doctor sucks. You'd send him a gift. Damn it! I can't. I well, hey, guess what? I was drinking when I said that, so that's, <laughs> you're taking advantage of me, Michael's brother-in-law, which I won't say your name on air, just out of your for protection. Um, but also, I kind of missed my invitation to your wedding, mm. which would, I would normally give you a gift, and I just didn't get it. So mm. stuff. I mean, you're thank you for listening. Giving him a gift right now. Yeah, no, I'm shouting him out by not saying his name. The gift of your so, dulcet tones. My my sweet dulcet tones and. Uh, Hold on, I can do a story about <laughs> one second. Let me bring up AI Dungeon. Um, Happy wedding yeah. day to you. Yeah, I guess, you know what? Hey, yeah. Um, insert name here. You know, just give us a five star review with your wedding registry, and I'll <laughs> I'll respond in kind. I'm sure you've already given us a five star review because you're a sweet hero. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Michael, it's been lovely talking with you, buddy. I love you. I love you too, bud. Toodles! Bye.